gonna be the marriage. I you know ready. Right. Like we back straight ahead, Mia. Yep, we back. Um, AM University. I'm your host Antoine Miller. I believe this will be 61, 62. I'm losing count. Um, I got a set of beautiful guests here today. Um, I'm very pleased to have here. Um, the beautiful Mia Anderson Coles. Hey y'all. Lady that wears many hats. Um, she's she's currently at Kip right now. She was an educator for I don't know how many years you've been at education. All my life, I've been um, well, an technically, educator. yeah, yeah. That was, that was a dumb question. She's been <laughs> at education her whole life, and um, the dean of students at Kip, who's the glue, he'll never say it. Very humble guy. Been so since we was little kids. Um, brother David McKee. Hey man, how you doing? You. I'm doing well. Finally bro. got you on. Finally, uh -huh. man, finally, I've been waiting for the invite, man. I've been waiting for the invite, but look at that. I'm, I'm happy to be here, bro. Yeah, Thanks yeah. I appreciate you on. Um, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Y'all know I'm fully transparent. Um, I wanted to go a whole different direction with this conversation. I I feel it's going to come back to that a little bit, but um. I'm not a guy that, and, and everybody here actually, Mia just cursed me out for like a half an hour. Um, we're not like a versus me versus you type of people. Like, you know, I speak for myself. A lot of people in this city is. Um, and, you know, it, it shouldn't be that way. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be colleagues with these two people. They like to get to the root of problems and they really like to serve the community. Um, preferably kids. Um, so let's just start with a general, um, how do you feel we are as a city right now? Let's start there. How do y'all feel we are as a city right now? We could, we could go straight to the kids. We can go any type of way that y'all want. How y'all feel we are as a city right now? I mean, for me and us, you know, being fellow educators and, you know, working with the youth, and that being like our primary focus right now, that's where my, my mind immediately goes. Yep. Um, when you when you talk about the pulse of the city, um, but even if you like zoom out from a larger perspective, and I talk to people, you know, around the country and around the state, like just the state of education right now um, as a whole, due to like the pandemic and kids being you know away from structure from for almost two years now or maybe even over two years now i just think things are are, are challenging right now um and then like zooming back into your question um as far as the state of the city i mean i'm a i'm a camden fan through and through so i always want the best for the city for the community and more specifically the kids um i see a lot of opportunity like I said, a lot of opportunity coming to the city um, and the community. And it, it makes me excited, but also with new things comes hmm. uncertainty for hmm. others, Absolutely. right? So new things can make other people feel uncomfortable sometimes, right? When people hmm. get used to or accustomed to seeing a thing one way for a certain period of time, and then something new comes along, hmm. you know, it could be off-putting to some people. Hmm. So... Um, that's something that, you know, I think we have to move past as a community, right? Like opportunity, more opportunity for me is never a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at right now, as far as like where we're at with the community. I just think we can be 
um, a little bit more open to opportunity, a little bit more open to newness, new thinking, new ways of approaching situations because a lot of our problems are the, are, are the same and if we're attacking them the same way as we've always done, we're only going to get the same results that we've always got. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. that, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm going to piggyback off what Boo had to say. Um, I think that people are afraid of change um, because they're scared of the unknown. Um, I do think that change is good. I do see a shift in the city in a positive light. Um, I like what I'm seeing right now. Um, I pay attention to the little things. Um, change is not going to happen like overnight. Like my mom always used to tell me, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, we have to be more accepting because we've done our thing and we have to give those under us a chance to do theirs. So we can't put off what we were used to. Um, on them, we have to let them experience new things and let them grow. So um, I think that we're moving in the right direction right now. And we just need to listen more to those that are coming up under us and not be so, um, how can I say it, stuck in our own ways and putting our own thoughts and what we've been through and what we experienced on the kids. They have to learn and grow and do things that they're accustomed to in their own time and in their own way. So uh, we just have to be more accepting to, ch to change and, you know, let everybody be able to create their own destiny. Um, I feel like there's a lot more opportunities in the city. Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do y'all think we embracing those opportunities as a whole, though? Like, I don't know. It's just something about, for me, about, and it's frustrating for me as a, in, the, in the black community. Like, we, we don't want to change anything. Like... If I got food stamps, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try to better myself and, and mm -hmm. like, go, uh, you know, take on the career path that I want. No, no this this is fine. It's, it's not great, but it, it, it's fine. Schooling, um, money coming to the city, all, all these type of things. Regardless of where it's coming from, how it's coming here, it's here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you got just as much opportunity as anybody else to go get it. Like, so... Um, I don't know, like, I just feel like, I feel like we always on the back end of all these things that mm -hmm. we're talking about. Like, we always late to the party. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't want that no more. Nah. Absolutely. I don't think nobody really wants right. it. Um, my thing is, um... You talking about food stamps? I want a family first card. Let's let's talk about that. I, I did not. I did not say that. You know what I mean? I, we all do. Listen, I want a family first. I mean, no, card. we don't. We but, don't. Um, on, a, on, on a more serious note, <laughs> that was just a little joke. But on a more serious note, um, <laughs> Antoine, you you shout out. Julie. So so for me, I think bringing it back um, with the with the change and opportunity coming to the city, yeah. um, and maybe people not really being open to embracing it or open to new things. For me, it comes with like exposure. Like, do people fully understand what these opportunities are? Are people expressing how these opportunities could change their life in a way that resonates with them and that hits home with them, right? Like, for me, it's communication. It, are you 
communication is not how many words you know in, in, the, in the dictionary, right? Communication is how well others are able to understand you and how, how well your message lands with someone else, right? So I could talk and say all these big words, but if the people I'm delivering them to don't understand, the message don't get there. So yeah, why we know what opportunities are here, maybe some other people don't quite understand those opportunities and how them opportunities can really impact and change their life. Mm. So for me, that's why I like to see people like us now working in the school system with kids because now you can deliver the message that they need to get, but it's in the way that they understand it, right? Because mm. we're all experts. Y'all are experts in how to survive and come up in this environment and how to make make a positive pathway in, in, in a, such a challenging environment, right? So other people may not, from outside this community, may not be able to mm-hmm. explain mm-hmm. To, to the young people in the way that they get it, right? Yep. And unfortunately, a lot of times people in our community don't necessarily have the credentials that people would say it takes to work with kids, so then you get these folks who do have the credentials that come in, but then can't communicate in a way that we can. And then that's where we got the, the disconnect that you feel me. So that's for me I, why I'm so happy to see y'all, you know, what I mean, doing what y'all do on a day to day basis, because I know it's what's best for kids. And I know that they're getting it in a way that they understand it. I'm going to say this working um, for the Camden City School District in the past. I was always asked the question, I would have clothes in my office and I would have like street gear and McKee can attest to this and I would have like business gear. Mm-hmm. So when um, I had to do like a thing where I, um, it was principals from like different states came in and mm-hmm. I was the one showing them what I did on a, you know, on a regular, like a day in the life of an FOC. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to know why I had two sets of clothing like why do you have like street gear and why do you have like business gear and I said because I like to meet the people that I'm servicing Mm -hmm. where they are Mm -hmm. so if I know grandma is raising grandchild and I have to go pay grandma a visit Mm -hmm. I know that grandma is not going to want to see me coming there looking hood Mm -hmm. and I know that Mm -hmm. if I was servicing a younger parent they're not going to want to see me coming to their house in a business suit so I always like to meet the people where they were. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people don't get it. And when I gave that explanation to those principals, they were floored. They were like blown away. And I say, yeah, I like to meet people where they are, where they are and have them feeling comfortable. If I'm coming to your house, I don't want you to feel comfortable in your own home right. because of me and my presence in your home. That's your home. That's the place where you're most comfortable. So why should I make you feel less than in your own private space. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Right, and people right, right. got to know how to, you know what I mean, meet people where they are, where they are, and not only that, if you're meeting them where they are, and once you meet them where they are and they're still not understanding you, explain to them what you mean. Like be transparent. And people don't people don't want to do that. It's just like do as I say. It's not always do as you say. You 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 have to be why don't we get that? You have to be, you have to be like, you have to show compassion. Mm-hmm. You you have to show empathy. You have to show, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
overall understanding. Yeah, understanding, but it's a word that I'm looking for that my, and my mind has went blank. And when I start talking about this thing, I'm so passionate because I was that teenage mom who felt like inferior to others. Mm. And I don't want to put that on anybody else that I encounter. Gotcha. I'm all about uplifting people. I don't want anybody to feel inferior to me. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I can attest to that because I had people who made me feel that way because I was that teenage mom. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you, you know, you got to meet people where they are and you have to let them know that they don't have to feel inferior and you don't always have to think and, and show that you're superior. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you didn't know already, we're all employees of Kip currently, um, Kip High School. Like, so we're saying that. Um, I mean, Mia already alluded to it for her, but uh, Boo, what, what keeps you going? Like, cause I mean, I'm tired right now. <laughs> uh, like, I'm exhausted yeah. right now after so practice in yeah. school. Like, and we all go through our emotions daily, our our fatigue, our our, our life away from this that we right. got to deal with right. Right. and we got to come and be superman and superwoman mm -hmm. every day every to day. these kids every day so it has to be an underlying thing that keeps all of us going right what's yours right man for me it's like understanding the need right understanding the need that they have for us right so and then like Mia just said a little while ago, like connecting your why with their why. Like I remember being in a position where I needed somebody and then what it feels like to not have somebody to rely on and not have somebody to extend that hand to you, right? So even on the days where I'm most frustrated, like y'all, we do, I deal with behaviors in school, that. right? So that, that's what I'm All dealing that. with and it's, <laughs> it's often challenging so kids can sometimes get the the idea that I'm the bad guy or whatever and that that don't get to me either because I know in the long run they're going to understand the message that I was trying to get to them and that you know a consequence or a uh being held accountable for your actions will help you grow in the long run but to get back to to the original why it's just that like understanding the need these young people need us like they they rely upon us we pour into them every single day in ways that they may they might not get in their everyday life. Um, like we understand the community, we understand the challenges that our kids face, um, and if we can be that bright spot for six, seven hours a day, I feel like I owe that back to the community, hmm. right? Like it, it's a oh, like I feel indebted to the community in hmm. that regard. <laughs> and I always say. Um I wish I had a me when I was in school. So that's why I do what I do. If I had a me when I was in school, I don't think I would have been a teenage mom. If I had a me when I was in school, I think I would have did. I, I, I think I'm doing pretty good for myself, but I think I would have taken a different path. And I just had this conversation with one of the students today. I said, listen, if I keep getting on you and bugging you and blowing your shit, that's what they tell us, you know, we're blowing their <laughs> shit. I said, if I'm doing that, it's because I care and I believe in you. The day that I see you doing something wrong and I don't address it, you lost me. I don't believe in you no more.
I don't think I can give you anything. And I've never been there yet. I've never mm. not <laughs> stopped getting on a student mm. or any a child in the community. You know, everybody knows I go all out for mm -hmm. a child, period. Mm -hmm. I don't care. They don't even have to go to a school in which I'm working at. Right. You know, um, but I always tell a kid, I try to, you know, get them to understand where I'm coming from. The day that I stop blowing your shit is mm -hmm. the day you know mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be shit. Mm -hmm. So I've yet to not stop talking mm -hmm. and giving my opinion and pushing a child. So I can't see myself giving up on them because I try to be the me for them that I wish I had when I was in school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You took the words right out of my mouth. I had to say this like on eight different episodes like about, I don't know how you feel, boo, but I mean, we in the same generation. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, ain't nobody help us, bro. Right. Like, And I, I feel that's so selfish and like it makes me so frustrated i'm but at the same time that's my why that's my why mm -hmm. like y'all was nobody was there mm -hmm. like everybody wanted to be cool with us like remember bro mm -hmm. we was in high school we should have been like locked up for getting pulled over right. Right. drinking right. things like that right y'all would pull us over right. and laugh with us right and right. let us go we 15, 16 years no old. No accountability. We think it's fine at the time. Like, oh, mm -hmm. that's cool mm -hmm. that y'all did. That wasn't cool. Right. You 36-year-old police officer, yo. Right. Do something to us. Like, take us in the back. Scary. Scare us I or something. Scare straight. I was scared straight. <laughs> I used to fight Nah, not us. I was scared straight. Let me tell you something. Lenny Hall, may he rest <laughs> in peace, took me and my crew down to the Camden police station in their basement and was like, y'all want to think y'all tough? I got something for y'all. You talk about scare straight. You see Lenny Holt, big hands? Y'all remember Lenny Holt? Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, big yeah. hands? All you had to do was show you his hand. Mm. And, 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 and I want to revert back to like, I, um, I'm going to bleed purple and gold until I die because that's my alma mater. Mm. But I can always revert back to a story whereas somebody was putting me in my place there. And I'm speaking on, may he rest in peace, Mr. Jenkins. Mm. You know, if we had a Mr. Jenkins now and a Lenny Hall now, a lot of things that's going on in the city would not be taking place because they genuinely care. Mm. So now we have a you and we have a, a boo. You know what I mean? And, you know, I get I know people. I just what, what did I say in our PD today? I don't like shouting out McKee mm -hmm. because people think, oh, they cool and that's her bro. No, I give credit where credit is due. And McKee will tell you. If he fucking up, I'm going to let him know, mm -hmm. like, nah, I ain't like what you did. That right. wasn't cool. Right. Because that's the type of relationship that he and I have. Mm -hmm. And vice versa, like, mm -hmm. nah, me, like, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I don't agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. We can agree to disagree right. and not hold no ill hold intent on, hold to on. people. Ain't that a beautiful relationship? Absolutely. No, no, because I'm saying it. That, that's a small portion of the world that mm -hmm. you can do that with. Mm -hmm. What you just said with him but and vice versa. But that, that's, 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 and we always I'm talking about when you find like that. that. When you find yeah. that, nah, that's, that's a yeah. gorgeous and, relationship. And that's why she is part of my team. Yeah, 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 but yeah. mentioning Mr. Jenkins is funny because, like, when I first assumed the dean of students that came to High Road, like, all the older parents from that generation, when they would come in, 
They were like, oh, you the dean of students? Oh, you the, you the Mr. Jenkins. You the new Mr. Jenkins. Mm. And I never had the honor of meeting Mr. Jenkins, but like I heard a lot of great stories about him. And, you know, they he was strict, mm. a, a, a disciplinarian in every sense of the word. Mm. But in talking to the adults when they were coming to my office, they was thankful for what he did for them and the lessons that he Absolutely. taught. Um, but, you know, getting back to what you said, Twan, like, we got to also take into consideration, like, the times that we grew up in, right? Like, we was coming up in the 90s, late the 90s. We was born in the late 80s where a lot of our men in our generation was being victim to the system, right? So, mm -hmm. like, we ain't really have a lot of people that was around that could really, like, steer us in the right direction. It was a few, so I don't ever want to take away from, you know, mm -hmm. people that have been... Yeah, community stalwarts for was. years. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It was, it was a few people. I mean, Coach Orlando comes to right, mind. Right, 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 right. He's right, still, right. Coach Orlando yeah, is still yeah, phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 you're right. But, like you said, it wasn't it wasn't a lot, right? And it was more so like people trying to be cool with us and, you know what I mean, want to joke instead of giving us the, the message that we needed. And one thing I know about kids, especially having the experience that I got now with working with teenagers, is like kind of like when you go bowling, like, you, they need you to put them rails up on the side of them. Like, you got to let them do their own thing, mm -hmm. but you got to put them rails up on the sides of them so they can't go too far off that's one a, way or, or another. Because at the end of the day, like, in our community, when a 16, 17-year-old make a mistake, that mistake could be life-changing. Absolutely. And a mistake yes. that they can't come back from. Where in other communities, that same 15, 16-year-old make a mistake, it's like... Uh, he can learn his lesson, we can rehabilitate him, we can do whatever. Once we get those records and, and them, them blemishes on our record, in some instances it's really, really difficult to, to come back from because we don't have a lot of ownership. So we rely on other people to give us jobs. Whereas in folks from other communities can do whatever, have anything on our record, and it's cool because my dad owns this law firm or my mom works at this medical facility or whatever, and I'm going to have a job regardless, or we got a family business or anything. So my mistakes ain't as serious as the mistakes that we have here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, again, for me, it's that obligation. And then also being a kid that did make some serious, serious mistakes in, in my or in my adolescence in my teen years you know mm -hmm. what I mean and not like you said having that person that guide me and had that difficult conversation with me like you know what I mean it was kind of we was left to our own and whatever mistakes we made and whatever setbacks we had we had to deal with them and it took me into my mid-20s to even be awarded or, or, or not even I wouldn't even say awarded but being able to have a career in which something I went to school for and got degrees for and all that. But because I had a blemish on my record from when I was 17 years old, I couldn't find a job. Like, it, it just was, it, it was so... How'd you feel when that happened, real quick? Bro, like, I, I felt like... Because, look, I, I wanted them cut nah, off. No, nah, go ahead. I, I ain't saying this because you're nah, here, and ahead. I know you. He, he, he's smart. <laughs> this dude, he, nah, he always been like seventh, eighth grade. Nah, you know, like not just grades and things right. like that. He's a smart guy, bro. Like, like a really smart dude. Like, and I, I, I know you know that about yourself, and you always applied yourself mm -hmm. when needed, mm -hmm. right? So, right. when this happens, what's your thought process about like the world man, and about <laughs> how this listen, is set up? Man, listen, <laughs> A B C D like, again. It goes back to the why and the why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I tell the kid every day they come in my office, I tell them the light will come on at some point in your life. 
Like, you're going to understand at some point in your life, like, yo, this is right, this is wrong. My job and our job is to get that light to cut on before it's too late, yes. before they sitting yes. in a jail cell yes. or they on a deathbed about to be put down in the grave. You feel me? Like, back to your question, like, I, I was ready to give up. I, at one point, was about to turn my life over to the streets, in which you know me. We grew up together. You knew me from third, fourth, fifth grade. Whatever it was, you know that is not necessarily my heart. You know what I mean? Like you said, I always I enjoyed school. We we was all athletic. We enjoyed sports, but I almost became victim to my environment and my circumstances, and then even more so, victim to one mistake that I made as a teenager, right? And was ready to be. I got judged for the next eight years of my life off of the mistake and the decision that I made at seventeen. So it was crazy to me. Like I, I genuinely wanted to give up. Like many of times, wanted to give up. Now, obviously, sitting here in, in the space that we're in today, like I'm thankful I didn't because now I give, a, I get a chance to give back. So consciously, like I, we was athletes growing up, right? So all we knew was sports. Like we, that's the way we gonna save our family. That's the way we gonna get out of our community. Yeah. That's how we gonna get the money that we need, right? Yeah. That's all we knew yep. was sports. So once sports got taken away, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's an expiration date on sports, whether you go pro or you don't. And that's another thing I try to tell the kids. But I say all that to say, like, once I knew in my mind that sports was no longer an option, it was like, how could I have the next greatest impact on my family and my community? What can I do to – I wasn't going to be able to give money back and donate millions of dollars back but what can I give back to my community? And in my mind, that's what I came up with, like giving back to the kids. That's how I can have the greatest impact. That's how I can affect lives. That's how I can help kids avoid the obstacles that, that I hit in them years. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm here and that's why I do what I do. And that's, you know what I mean? I'm thankful. It's a very thankless job sometimes, but at the end of the day, for me, it's about the long game. It's about seeing a kid and meeting a kid at 14 and then watching that kid get married or have a kid or start a career or graduate college at 22, 23, and they're a completely different person than when you met them at, at 14, 15. So, you know I mean? That, that's, that's, my, that, that, that's my spew. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy because um, I was like the total opposite. You know, being that teenage mom, I didn't want to be the statistic. I didn't want to be the teenage mom on welfare. You know what I mean? I was always a go-getter. My mom instilled in us, you have to have more than one stream of income. Mm -hmm. You need multiple streams of income. So I was doing things at a young age, like babysitting and doing all kinds of things. But I knew, even though I was a teenage mom, I was like, Mia, you're not even grown yet. You're not even out of school. And you got so many strikes against you. I was black. I was a female. I was a teenage mom. You see what I'm saying? So I already had three strikes against me before I was even... Uh, adult. So I was determined to do better. I was the first in my family to do everything. Mm. The first to obtain a high school diploma. The first to enter the hallway at a college mm -hmm. slash university. Mm. So I was the first. So I, it was like I had the whole family on my back. And that was hard for me. But I knew that I wanted more. I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. I knew that I wanted to give back to my community. I knew that I was going to be something more than just that teenage mom. You know what I mean? So I share, I'm very, I'm like an open book with my students. 
and and I tell them, you demand your education. I don't care if you're a teenage mom. I don't care if you've been to jail. You don't let that defy you. You don't let nobody write your book. You be the author of your own book because no one can tell your story better than you. So saying that to say, I always try to push them more, you know, more and more and more. And I always say, so you're going to let them tell your story? You're going to let them define who you are? You don't do that. You don't. You keep going. Um... One of my students saw my ring and said, oh, Miss Me, I didn't know you was married. And me, you know, automatically I turned my ring around. I said, oh, you being in my personal business. And she said, what you mean I'm being in your personal business? Like, you should want us to know you're married. That gives us something to look forward to. We don't mm. see that a lot. Mm. So you're up close and personal mm. in our space and you're married. Mm. That's a huge thing for mm -hmm. us. And I said, wow, you make you, you, what I tell you, Antoine, every day I want to learn something new. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, I'm always thinking, I'm thinking outside the box, but you just put me in my place, not being disrespectful, mm -hmm. but in a good way. Right. And you made me think mm -hmm. a different way. Right. I never thought about that. I just thought you was trying to be up all up in my personal mm -hmm. business. Right. When you said, no, Miss Mia, don't hide that. Show us so we can know that we don't just want to be a girlfriend. We want to be a wife. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, that was deep. You know what I mean? So we teach them, they but they also teach us. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? And every day I go to work, I learn something mm -hmm. new about one of the students that we're providing a service for. We learn stuff from them. It's not just that they're learning stuff from us. And if you just pay attention to what they're telling you, they have so much to say mm -hmm. and so much to share. Mm -hmm. And they are very intelligent, mm -hmm. and we don't give them the credit that's due mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Again. So I take time to listen now. <clears throat> I sit back and I listen and I absorb what they're telling me, and I tell them, thanks for sharing. I learned something new. Mm -hmm. Thank you, because I don't know it all, and I don't care that I'm a mom and all of that. You're, you're teaching me, and I'm learning from you just as well as you're learning from me. You know what I mean? So... You, you, you just got to pay attention to what they're trying to share with you. And it makes me feel good to know that they're comfortable enough to share these things with me. You, you know, it's like we, we always think the worst or think something negative. Mm -hmm. and, and, it, and I'm so happy that I'm able to, you know what I mean, draw a line between the two. Like I, I always say, oh, well, Mia, well, think about it this way. And that was because of that student. You understand what I'm saying? So now I always tread lightly. Uh, I take the time to think about what I'm going to say before I respond to them and mm -hmm. all of that. Because we're, we're dealing with some pretty, pretty smart mm -hmm. kids. And, and, and just being able to relate to them. And what they're going through and them pouring into you just as well as you pouring into them is deep. Mm -hmm. It's real deep. Hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to y'all talk. Like, I, I mean, I, I know Boo's story. Like, because we grew up together. Mm -hmm. I, I, we, we just started. Mia didn't like me. <laughs> real quick. Let's get this straight, quick. Antoine. <laughs> it's not like that I didn't like Antoine. I didn't what? know Antoine. She wouldn't speak to me at kids. Stop lying. <laughs> I, I, he lying. Stop. All, 
Tell the truth, shame the devil. But with saying that, um, you know, in a short amount of time, I think I'm a really good judge of character. And, um, you know, she's a, she's an amazing person. And I'm and I'm listening to her talk and us having dialogue um, in a in a, in a short time that we've known each other. It's just listening to y'all. Like, y'all are fighters, yo. Like, b both of y'all. And I, I like, I want to congratulate y'all, like, on camera, like, like just for that. Mm -hmm. Like, Y'all been, you ain't got divulging it, y'all been through a lot of mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I see people like today, like they just, man, nah, I'm, this is too, I'm right, quitting. Right. And everybody got their vices on their ways to go about right, it. Right. Like they like, no, this is, I'm not fighting mm -hmm. anymore. I'm mm -hmm. giving mm -hmm. in, that's it, right. with life. Right. Right. right? And it disappoints, these are people I care about mm -hmm. like dearly and it mm -hmm. disappoints me mm -hmm. so much. Like you got so much mm -hmm. to offer the world and you're so talented. Right. And I'm sitting here with two people that y'all fought. Like y'all fought and now y'all on the other side. Y'all y'all getting, even y'all getting on the other side mm -hmm. and y'all working on mm -hmm. it daily and now y'all giving back. It's just like, it's so refreshing to see and our kids is so better off for that. Mm -hmm. Like y'all saw, I just had Nye on here and like Nye, Nye, Nobody says she should be a dance teacher. Mm -hmm. Like this is the era when no, mm -hmm. you go to you know, you go to college mm -hmm. and you get mm -hmm. a degree, and we all happy for you, and mm -hmm. that's your life. And she did not do it. Right. She went right. against adults. Mm -hmm. We we didn't go against adults in right. our era. Right. Right. What? Right. <laughs> You're, are you insane? I was I, one of the people who pushed her. Mm. I told really? her. I told her we shut down a whole dance school because. We, I said, now nah, you open up the dance school, I'm going to get everybody to follow you. Look at that. And we shut down where she was working at because mm -hmm. we took all of the business from there and bought it to Nye. I love everything that she stands for. She is the truth. And she is for our kids. Nye has done a lot for my family in particular, mm -hmm. especially my baby. Mm -hmm. I was wasting tons and tons of money. Because my daughter would just stand on that stage. I don't know what Nye did with my baby. But my baby, whatever she said to her, that very next day, my baby started dancing. You hear me? That's what I want to tap into because that kind of like stares back to where we, where we took off with this, right? Like the state of the community. And that's what I'm really, really excited about, right? Is that we got folks, a lot of people in our generation that's in place right now that's making things yes, happen for the yes, community. Yes, sir. Yes. So, like, yes, sir. the outlook is looking so much better yes, than it did 20 years ago. You know what I mean? When we was coming up and when we was finding ourselves, like, the out there's so many positive people. And shout out to Nye and Dare to Dance and everything that they do. Absolutely. Doing. And everybody that's doing what they need to do in the community because it's a lot shaking. For me, the next level is coming together now, you know what I mean? Like, we all tend to operate in our own no silos, in our own sectors, and mm -hmm. the ultimate force is us together, you know what I mean? And not seeing us as, as competition, right? Like, you know, like, you, you, you're establishing your new basketball program, so people in the community is now looking at you, first and foremost, as competition. Mm -hmm. be that and not as opportunity, mm -hmm. Right. And then why is that? Like, that's a mindset thing. And do uh, for me, my understanding of it is the environment that we come up, it's not a lot of resources. So we feel like we have to fight for everything that we get. And I mean, that's my understanding of it. But I, I, I don't like to speak for other people because 
everybody's story, of course, is unique to them. But from my perspective, the next the next level of what we can become as a community in the city of Camden is always going to be together. You know what I mean? It's not going to be dividing everybody up and everybody feeling like they have to do it all by themselves. It's one, building that trust like we building because I get to see your work ethic every day. So mm. it don't matter what somebody else in the community say about Antoine, I witness your work ethic every day. Right. You know what I mean? So it don't matter. Anybody can say anything different. It don't matter to me because I witness it and I see it and right. that's the truth. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just, to me, like I said, just going back to coming back together, man, and not viewing everything as competition. Mm-hmm. Competition is a good thing as an athlete, right? Friendly but competition. it can't be destructive competition where you got to starve in order for me to eat. You know what I mean? It can't be that. Like, I want to win, and I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I know you want to win. If you win, I got to be gracious in defeat. And if I win, you got to be gracious in defeat. It can't be, oh, you won, so now I got to stab him in the back and try to hurt him, and we can't do that. You know what I mean? So, Antoine, what was the story I shared with y'all about if we're all a part of a team, and I'm just the only one eating. I got to worry about you what? Taking your food. Right. So why not let everybody eat? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why we can't do that. Why can't everybody eat? Like, what is the big deal? My mindset is this. I don't care who gets credit for the job getting mm-hmm. done as long as it's getting done. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. And if we're here to service the kids, who gives a shit about who does what or mm-hmm. whose name is on what. Mm-hmm. If we're a team, I don't care if McKee's name is on it. I don't care if your name is on it. I know we did it as a team. And we did it. And the kids is being serviced. And they are, you know what I mean, benefiting from it. I don't give a shit whose name is on the project. Mm-hmm. It got done. And that's always been me. So, you know... Um, the goal I was is the win. I was involved in a lot of projects within the, goal, the city. The goal is the win. But the I had to back win. away because they didn't align to what my spirit mm-hmm. felt was mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And if something don't sit well in my spirit, I gotta back away from mm-hmm. it. So I remove myself from a lot of things. But um this thing that I'm a part of right now, <laughs> this thing right here, mm. I'm not removing myself from. Yeah. Yeah. I am not. Tell them. Removing myself from this thing right here. Because this thing right here that we're building is something big. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And we're providing a service for our kids in this city. You got something else, boo? Because I think that's a... I that's a good right. way. I don't want to say That was some. <laughs> that was power. That, that, I like that. That, that, was, that was it. That was it. That was Stamped it. it. Good, good, shit, shit. Yep. good shit. Nope. Nah, I appreciate you. I'm not going. Nah, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> that was it. Nah, that was dope. You stamped it. You stamped it. That was dope. Forty-five minutes. How long they usually be? Like around that. So. <laughs> like 